Hello and welcome to Pearls and Wisdom. There will be stories about people, life, experience, mental well-being and shooting the breeze with some very interesting people. There may be some swearing so be mindful if there are little ears around. If you want to get in contact send an email to pearlsandwisdom at aol.com or follow the Instagram page at pearlsandwisdom where we'll be posting some of the material we cover in the episodes. Thanks for listening. Okay, so today I would like to talk about the inner child. And this is a concept that was introduced to me by a therapist. And I hadn't heard it before. Or I hadn't heard it in those terms. And it was basically brought up in a way that when there are general feelings of dissatisfaction that it can be worth looking at the concept of the inner child and are you doing anything to support it now talking or thinking or addressing the inner child is not a negative or dismissive thing it's not about playing with trains or this kind of stuff necessarily and it shouldn't be made light of. You can call it whatever you want, but today I'll go into a bit of detail about what it is and how it can be something that can support you. And often the best time to look at the inner child may be when things are actually good, not when a person is struggling. So your inner child is who you were as a child, even though now you are an adult. It represents one half of the ongoing inner conversations happening between your inner parent and your inner child. So your inner child is uniquely you, and it's more private and personal than any other aspect of your being. It is your joyful, playful, friendly, excitable emotional, romantic, curious, feeling side. Depending on your mood, energy level and what is going on in your outer life, this could be reflected by positive or negative emotions. An easy way to understand your inner child is simply to know or observe other children aged not 12. At various moments in time, your inner child could experience any age range. Like an outer child, the inner child would normally be the happy, fun-loving and adventurous part of you looking to explore life and all its facets with energy and enthusiasm. It would be the self who falls in love with music and art and people. It would be attracted to bright, shiny objects, exciting adventures and newness for the sake of newness. Our inner child is imaginative, creative and artistic. So have you allowed your imagination, your creativeness and your artistic self to flow? It's also the part of you that always wants to learn and understand more. Think of any child you know, they're always inquisitive about the world around them, the 
people around them, how things work, how to do things. And it's something that we bring with us into adulthood. Your inner child is all day, every day, morning to night, Monday through Sunday, from birth till death. Your inner child is constantly active within your inner conversations, unless it has been somehow neglected initially by your parents and now by you or abused again by parenting or maybe drug or alcohol problems to the point where your inner child has simply shut down or given up. However, just because your inner child is potentially accessible it doesn't mean that it's present and accounted for in your daily life and this is where it's up to you as the inner parent to be conscious of and collaborate with your inner child so that it feels not only allowed but invited and respected as an important participant of who you are in the outside world. How healthy or unhealthy this part of us is helps determine our level of happiness and fulfillment and feelings of completeness. So, inside you are still a child, even though you are in a grown-up body. We are conditioned by society, school, family, friends, government and the media to be an adult and stop being childish. These are some of the influences that stop the connection between you and the inner child within you. Many have replaced that part of themselves with a sophisticated, serious, do-it-right adult person who is task oriented with no time for play or joy until the job is done and has no awareness that to play and to play for play's sake is the very thing that can manage and even prevent stress in their life. How many times have you been told act your age and yes it is true that we do need to be responsible adults but there is a part of you that is still a child and it is lashing at you, out at you, crying for attention. Sometimes the inner child is afraid from past experiences and from current situations and the inner child needs the adult you to comfort it. Okay, have you noticed how good you feel after having experienced experience that makes you laugh? And laughter is the connection to the inner child. You've heard the expression that a happy heart is like medicine and it is so true. Like It's difficult being an adult in today's stress-filled world and this is why it's crucial to make a connection to your child within. By reclaiming your inner child you're reclaiming a huge part of your life. Healing your inner child to lighten up, to let go of your seriousness, to accept, embrace and overcome your fears and accept change in your life will go a long way in bringing you a more complete, fulfilling life. Like we often see on ads on TV, pictures or little clips of an old couple in their 80s doing something really fun and laughing and everybody looks and thinks, I want that. They're just joyful, they're happy and this is always what we want. 
we always look at that with envy. We don't even see their age, really. We just say, I want to be like that. Particularly when I get old and things get drab and dark and grey and dreary. They're still experiencing things that look after the inner child. They have those fun experiences and they laugh. And that is why they appear to us to be so happy. Sometimes the inner child can be very unhappy and that's what makes us as adults unhappy. Some examples of how your inner child is trying to get your attention can be that you have a deep sadness and you can't figure out why. You feel emptiness and you choose to fill the emptiness with food, alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, addictive behaviour, sex, gambling, all these. And the third one then would be that nothing you do stops the feelings you have and the inner child starts throwing temper temper tantrums. And that manifests in some of the ways that I was saying earlier. When the needs and the traumas of the inner child haven't been looked at or processed, your present day life can be affected. This can shape your behaviour and what you want from life. The kind of relationships you will attract and the type of relationships you'll settle for and it will also affect your emotional state. Present situations will be interpreted through how the past was and the new situations will be attracted that mirror the past. And this is quite crucial because one thing that I've learned in therapy is that what has happened in your past and it's not one of those things where you have this epiphany sitting on the on the couch that oh my god this is what happened it, it doesn't really work like that but you start to peel away and look at what behaviours might be problematic now or what behaviours do I like now And there's nearly always a route back in childhood about where you learned this behaviour. Where did you learn this as a coping mechanism? Or why is this value really important to you? That mightn't be one for someone else. Why is, for example, respect from others more important to you than your own self-respect? It could be something that comes from your childhood. So it is very, very important to be thinking back because your childhood is the foundation for who you are now as an adult. Present day needs will be overlooked by these original needs. There will be little room for conscious choices to be made and this is because these needs are so strong and powerful. And if someone becomes the inner child there, there will also be the likelihood of regression occurring and by this I mean that you will revert back to the behaviour of your childhood like when you do see an adult having a form of a temper tantrum and you have seen it maybe you have experienced it and done it yourself but this can be the underlying cause they'll usually be 
during situations or experiences that re-trigger childhood wounds and cause you to act in dysfunctional ways. Your inner child is acting out and playing the old roles, roles. And as these are behaviours that worked all those years ago, you'll continue to use them. You might often see things like emotional blackmail or lying or um, dominance. Things that you learned worked as a child will reappear as an adult. So, the inner child has no way of supporting or caring for itself. And it can make you as a person who is very reliant on other people for your needs like support, validation or constant reassurance. This could be dependence on the approval of others, the acceptance of others or the attention of others. The inner child has no way of accepting, approving or giving itself the attention that it craves. It's still calling out for all of the validation and acknowledgement that it didn't receive all those years ago and it carries this grief with it wherever it goes with the constant hope that one day it'll be recognised and heard by someone and this is why there's such a strong desire to be famous in today's culture maybe these people's inner child just wants to be loved and noticed and to receive all of the attention it didn't receive. It could just as easily be that they got lots of attention when they were younger and craved to keep getting it. Equally, it could be the fear of being left out or left behind. It's something no child wants. And we bring this into adulthood. Like I've never seen so many people in shape as now in the days of Instagram. It seems like every second person looks amazing on their social media because if they don't look like a model, they don't look as good as everyone else. So it creates a pressure to hit this ridiculously high benchmark. Whichever it is, it's the inner child who's crying out for it. I will definitely do an impact or an episode sometime on the impact of social media on our behaviours, but not now. So this is the potential of creating a lot of conflict in someone's life. The inner child will need and want things that are not necessarily important to the person today. It's like having two selves. One part wants one thing and another wants something completely different. And this not only creates an incredible amount of conflict, it also takes so much energy. So, whether someone can relate to the idea of the inner child or not isn't important. What is important is for the development of their emotional intelligence. And this will allow them to make conscious choices and not choices that have come about through the reaction to their emotions and past. Now, there are three mistakes that are common enough with inner child healing one you didn't even know you had an inner child in the first place box ticked you know now or you've heard maybe you don't believe that's up for everyone to what you want to believe 
But the second one then is you don't listen to your inner child. Or you don't respond appropriately to the inner child. Any one or combination of these three mistakes typically creates every difficulty that most people will need to work through to heal their inner child relationship. So I'll look at each one of them. So number one, not knowing you have one. In case this is a new one for you, the way you would learn to recognize your inner child is as one half of the ongoing inner dialogue that happens inside your mind. So inner conversations. And these inner conversations take place inside your mind from morning until night and no, you are not crazy. It's like when you have some free time at home and you say to yourself, I'd love to just chill out on the couch and watch crap on TV or do a jigsaw, read a book, whatever. But I really have to clean that bathroom. And then you clean the bathroom and you say, screw it, I might as well stay going and hoover the whole house. It's not particularly an enjoyable activity. Definitely not as enjoyable as putting your feet up and enjoying yourself. But it's the inner conversation you have. Every person has these inner conversations and you can actually learn to slow them down and work with them directly if you listen to your thoughts carefully you will hear two distinct voices interacting with each other one voice is sometimes called the inner parent and this comes from the style of parenting you received as a child and it's the way your parents parented you it becomes copied and installed in your mind just like a computer program and this becomes the basis of the way you think and interact with the world and traditional psychology would call this the ego the other side of your inner conversations the voice we call the inner child comes from who you were as a child even though now you may be an adult for most people this is more of an important aspect to your total being than you could possibly realize it's like the old thing of the angel on one shoulder the devil on the other and the devil is the child because it just wants to do what it wants because it enjoys that and then the angel on the other shoulder is the inner parent trying to reason with it as to why you can't do that we always have these conversations I would love to do this and another side of you says no you can't because of whatever and there's your inner conversation there's your inner conflict and you have to balance between the two So just like outer children have different moods and personalities, so does your inner child. It may present its voice as a small, quiet whisper or maybe loud and boisterous part of you that everybody knows. Most people could also identify their inner child as their feelings or as the intuitive part of their inner conversations taking place constantly inside their mind. Another description often used by writers and artists to represent the inner child is a person's heart. Sometimes in the mainstream media, you can hear skeptics refer in a derogatory manner or comedians make jokes about people blaming their character defects on the inner child as if it was inconsequential, like I was saying earlier. And it tends to diminish the importance and value of this inner voice which is a big mistake because if your inner child is not happy then you can't be happy as a person which is why 
someone should want to engage with their inner child healing in the first place. You'll just have to trust me on this one. The second mistake, not listening. Now, let's assume you may be someone who is aware that you have a personality called the inner child inside you. You've heard about it, read some books, or even attended some seminars or training on the topic. But with the second mistake, these people are simply not listening to this precious and important side of themselves, even when they know it exists. Another aspect of your inner child is that it provides the keys to your deep inner needs. So it's often communicating directly about what would make you happy. Alternatively, perhaps it is providing you some clues that will move your life forward in a positive direction. Number three, not responding appropriately. So, like I was saying earlier on, you know, about cleaning the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. You're, you know you have an inner child, you've listened to it, you've heard it, but you're not giving it what it needs. You're not giving it its playtime. Whether that's relaxing, doing nothing, reading a book, playing music, art, drawing a Pokemon, whatever makes that child inside of you a little happy. What would you have done as a child? You can adapt that. It could be Lego, whatever. And there is no shame in doing any of these things as an adult because you're addressing something that makes you internally happy. So what do you do? And how can you satisfy this inner child? So first off, acknowledge it. What does your inner child want to do for fun? So think of things that made you happy when you were a child and find ways to start doing them again. Let that child talk and listen to it. If you're made unhappy by something, listen to that and respond to it. The most creative activities are great for giving your inner child some attention. So it could be artistic, music, dance, game, sport, whatever. Even if it's only throwing bean bags at something, something that's fun and inconsequential and that there's no pressure with. So th- now this one might sound airy fairy. But you could start a journal for your inner child. Like a lot of people keep diaries. A great way to do it now. Voice notes. Let it roll. And just talk. Like the free association that I was talking about in the, the Freud episode. I think I mentioned it in the Carl Jung one as well. Just start talking. See what comes out. It's pretty quick. You can just relax and do it and you don't have to worry about somebody coming across the journal or whatever like that. You can delete them after, but let those thoughts out. I find that writing stories or thoughts in a blog is a really good way to get in touch with what you feel and why, and it does help unburden you a bit. 
As time progresses and you develop a connection to your inner child, you will find the emptiness receding and a lessening of addictive behaviour. The key to life is to have as much happiness as possible. And one of the surefire ways to develop happiness is by connecting to all parts of you. It is not unusual to have the feelings you do and not understand what it's all about. Your inner child is calling out for you and you need to answer in a loving and productive way. So put aside the adult when you can and let the inner child out to play. You're a good person and you need to tell this to your inner child as well. It'll take time, but you will start to see how much better you start feeling when you put these actions into practice. Since learning about the inner child and since reading up on it, I've made a conscious effort to try and make sure that I do some little bit of nothing every day. And by nothing, I don't mean just sit there doing nothing, complete blank mind. That could be great. But for me, it could be something just playful. A bit of messing about. A bit of music. A bit of drawing. Something. Some little bit every day. It doesn't need to be a set 10-15 minutes at this time every day just sometime go with the flow go with the breeze and it's great for taking some of that stress out now as I said at the start sometimes the time to start looking at your inner child can be when times are good because when times are quite challenging and tricky and difficult you can put a pressure on yourself for this needs to be a solution this needs to work and it needs to work straight away so don't leave it till you're in that rough patch if you're doing good now try some of these things and then you've got a strategy that will help you when things or if things do get a little bit sticky and another thing I've learned in a similar vein to that is when it comes to giving people compliments. The time for giving compliments isn't just when someone is struggling. Because they won't necessarily believe it then. Because they're feeling down in themselves. And they, they, they can always say that you said it just to pick them up. And that it's not coming from the heart. So give people compliments when they're doing well. It'll carry so much weight. The compliment can land better and have a bigger impact because they know you're not just saying it to pick them up. Especially if you know someone who struggles. Tell them they're a good person. And don't wait until times are hard to do that. So I'll leave you with a quote from Kenny Loggins. 
He said, my quest these days is to find my long lost inner child, but I'm afraid if I do, I'll end up with food in my hair and way too in love with the cats. Take care. And that's it. Because of my own anxiety issues, reading comments about how it is would send me into overdrive, so please, I would ask that you leave no reviews at all. But if you do want to get in contact, please send an email to pearlsandwisdom at aol.com or follow the Instagram page at pearlsandwisdom, where we'll be posting some of the material we cover in the episodes. Stay safe, stay happy, chat soon.